Time for Rolling. Welcome to Time for Rolling Esports, the weekly podcast that brings you Vainglory Esports. From predictions to recaps and analysis, we present to you the best in professional Vainglory. Now, here's your hosts, Inglis and Krutzloth. It's Time for Rolling It is our first episode past 100, right, Crude? Yes, that's yes, it is. That's how that works. So now we're on to the next 100, right? <laughs> to 200. Here's to 200. Guys, we are fresh out of BPL week number three. Literally, like, three minutes ago, stream just ended. Crude and I got a lot to do today. We are recording everything right now fresh on our minds we are fresh off of uh studying taking stats taking tons of data just bringing you all the best information possible how was your uh weekend <laughs> overall for for vainglory it was pretty good uh, a lot of exciting matches uh we saw some games you know end in what 12 minutes and we saw some games end in what 34 minutes our roughly, first you know? past 30 minute game yes that was interesting so it was a, I mean, like you kind of, we were talking before, it, it was kind of sloppy play, but yeah. like for me personally, I enjoyed <laughs> that game. I don't care how sloppy it was. Like mm-hmm. it was just more exciting because it was, you know, like back and forth, back and forth. But instead of just this 10 minute snowball where it's just <laughs> one team getting blown out of the water. So, yeah, it's like, do you want a match where the team clearly could have won just fine, but they uh, had some throws, and then with those throws, the other team gets to come back, and then now they're killing each other back and forth, and it's all this crazy, crazy craziness. Yeah, it was a good game, though. Yeah. That was on day two. Um, so That was Salty Potatoes versus Rising Lotus. Yes. Yeah, so we are pretty, uh, Crude just muted his mic, uh, we are pretty up. You know, YouTube at least is um, only has Saturday games up since we literally are recording right after. So other than that, we have most screenshots that we're going to go off of when it comes to these matches. But for the Saturday games, uh, unfortunately, we had a little bit of a uh, forfeit on the side of Salty Potatoes. Uh, when this happened, it was kind of, I think, the main reason why there's only six teams in Europe is because they want players that aren't going to have other things come up. They're going to want players that are going to be able to play no matter what. Things happen, but um, un- unfortunately, uh, Salty Potatoes couldn't play, so we didn't get to see Queso versus Salty. That would have been a nice matchup on this Saturday. So we only have two EU matches of uh, Queso or Clash versus Equinox and Rising Lotus versus uh, Wolves Esports. Yeah, it was unfortunate that that had to happen, but hey, at least we got two of the games, two of the three, and uh, do you want to... Actually, the first... So Clash took down Equinox and then on the first game, mm-hmm. and then Rising Lotus beat Wolves on the second game. Yes, um, I believe so. Yeah, I'm looking at it for sure. 
you did have can it? confirm can confirm can confirm uh the first game clash it was definitely interesting to see you kind of kind of called this what was going to happen but um we see leon kind of switch roles leon plays carry and they carry position on um, aria Varia that first game, Varia. yes. Did pretty well, 14-1. and one. I mean, that's decent. Yeah. It's not the best for Leon, but <laughs> it's definitely a, a Leon-esque. But on the dune playing that captain spot, not really anything out of the unordinary. We saw him with Mouse Sports. We saw them trade a lot. I really think Leon played um, just because they they knew of the, the people or their uh, – player switch right they had the subs playing this weekend and Mm -hmm. leon they were aware of that so they were preparing for leon and and the switch to mid lane um but that it worked well on saturday unfortunately sunday it wasn't the same they had a they had a pretty big match saturday versus queso so they definitely needed to play perfectly so they beat equinox relatively easy i mean there were some times that leon was just down four members and he still was just going in and trying to kill yeah. people like there was time that he used his dash on varia just to he dashed back into like three people on equinox just to pick up the crystal and weapon buff like just because he wanted right. those <laughs> i was just right. like leon you're so cocky yeah well when you're that when you're that mechanically skilled you can do that and leon's yeah. one of the few players and who can do that I feel like Vanglory really needs to uh, work with Leon and try to get his streams back up. I think he has not the best data plans out there in e- in Denmark, I believe is where he is. I th- I'm sure they're different than how we are here. We just have unlimited. We can stream and use internet as much as we want. But Leon like only has so much, and he streamed for like 14, 12-hour days in the beginning of his streaming, and he ran out of data. So we just can't stream for like another 20 days. And it's just like he was getting like 250 average views. And him doing that every day, like that's, that's better than what – not better than what you know that's just as high as what flash gets sometimes and he's streaming more than what flash ever does so that's it sucks losing him to be honest yeah um i mean it's yeah something that vanglory could maybe try to expand you know what on i'm saying to, like you know, it, get that out there. is it like he doesn't have his fam doesn't have the money to be uh um sorry I tweeted out hashtag VPL week three. I took a screenshot from uh, what the stream, you know, the end, the end image of the stream. (laughs) Tribes one and four. Uh, Psych. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, I tweeted it out. And then Apollo from uh, Celsius tweeted at us and goes, why is tribe one and four? Oh uh, yeah. But anyways, um but Leon's streams were actually really entertaining. They were actually really um he talked a lot he was he screamed and yelled, but he plays really good music. He talks through what he's doing half the time. So anyways, that was my side tangent about that'd be pretty cool to have Fanglory help not only a pro player but like an actual good content creator uh get the streams back up and going. Rising Lotus Wolf Wolves though, second game. Um I don't know. It <laughs> It wasn't that great of a game. Wolves is playing better and better, and Rising struggled. So like Wolves definitely had a chance to win this game. Rising ended up did you know end up securing the victory, but overall it was like yeah. kind of sloppy. And um, yeah, we saw Kinatokoa. I don't know what is up with his tension bow aftershock builds, but he does it all the time. He did it on Black Feather this time. That's- it wasn't even like a grump jaw. 
that's what I was gonna say. That's the one thing I was gonna talk about in this, you know, series here. I was like, what? He always does this, but yeah, you, like you said, on Grump Job, but he did it on Black for this time, and it worked. I mean, he went seven zero oh, and eight, so <laughs> he didn't die, and he had seven kills. Like I, <laughs> I, he, I don't know, I don't get it, but he does nah, it. I guess it works. And it works. I guess, yeah. I don't know why I'm getting a little slight echo in my ears. It's coming from your end, but I don't know how. I'm getting a little bit too, actually. So what is on? What is up on your computer that is causing it? Just Discord. Nothing. I, I have. I have Discord and then our spreadsheet up. That is the only two item, even Windows I have open. I don't understand how your mic, because like I wasn't getting any echo, but as soon as you turned your mic back on, like it started echoing again. So I don't get it. Weird. Uh, moving on. It's not that big of a deal because it's not that annoying. But that email notification that came through 30 seconds ago is probably even more annoying. Sorry, listeners. Um, <laughs> wolves, though, they bounce back on Sunday. So, uh, you know, got to keep an eye on them. This is their come up now. They're starting to uh, get some get some dubs already. Yeah. All right. So that's EU. Quick, quick uh, beginning Sunday, I should say, or Saturday for for EU. Let's start off with NA then for this Saturday. Um, picks. You know, Crude and I got some. Oh, we're oh. You know, I write down the paper. I write them down, but I gotta find my paper. Here we go. Let's see. Uh, Queso, Clash, Rising. Okay, so we're right on Saturday across the board. Let's go ahead and look at NA Saturday. First matchup, TSM, first vision. We both picked TSM, right? Yep. That is true. Okay. Yeah, uh, and TSM absolutely destroyed vision. 11 yeah. to, uh, in kills, it was 11 to 0. The match lasted less than 12 minutes. Black Hall did not even get a chance to, to, uh, to spawn. I mean, once again, you get Daniel on his go-to hero, Rona or Blackfeather, and he picks Rona. Uh, I mean, really, he didn't do that much. It was Chuck and Kaz in this game on the Scarf and the Kestrel who did the damage, the CP, uh, just blowing people up. So, Well, the main problem is that DZ played. Like, their coach had to come in and play. <laughs> they waited, like, pretty long. You could tell because production was running through some extra things, and – yeah, they they waited because make. PVP obviously didn't show up. So DZ had to step into play. So of course they're gonna lose. Like they probably would have lost anyways. But PVP is one of the people that can definitely carry with Lightning T. So him not being there literally makes this a twelve minute loss instead of a sixteen minute loss. Okay, so TSM goes ahead and wins that. Then Chuck five and zero, Kaz four and zero. Um, I think you were trying to say as you were lagging that I already edited out that DZ tweeted out that as the coach of Vision, he's gonna go ahead and bench himself for the rest of the year <laughs> uh, because it just didn't go as planned. <laughs> yeah, not at all. But I mean, whatever. I mean, what do you expect? Like this, just going against the best team. That's gonna happen, <laughs> right? This next matchup, though, this matchup is pretty spicy. Me and you both picked uh, Slimy on this one. Yeah, interesting. Um, you know, obviously, I think some of the big talk for the weekend with NA would be the Slimy Salamanders letting Malene get through. So we <laughs> did see our first Malene. Um, I don't know whose call this was. Uh, both times I feel, yeah, well, they let him go the first time and I don't know what the, I think maybe they thought that they had the, uh, the right comp to, to, but that did not work out. And I think on day two, then on Sunday, they're like, you know, no, no, like we, we know what we're doing here. We got this surprise, uh, spoiler, it didn't work again. So 
Yeah, and it's like it's like you what you just said and flash at it too. Maybe they thought like that they had the comp to beat Moline, but if you lose to a Moline against Nova, nothing against Nova, starting and truth are both just as good as Chuck. But if you lose to a Moline against Nova, you're gonna lose to a Moline versus TSM or Tribe. Um wait. No, it was TSM. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna TSM. lose to a Moline against TSM. Like there's you're gonna I don't know. Like Moline right now has a couple of issues behind the scenes. It needs to be fixed, it needs to be you know, whatever. Teams need to figure out how to play against Moline in the first place before you can just let that go through. Because obviously, both of the other team that, that they let they picked it up immediately. Like Nova picked it up first, right. TSM picked it up first. But Nova has Samuel as well. Uh, you know, they have a Blackfeather and a Glaive, so they can dive just as easily to take down uh, Iraqi Zoro Celeste. Like overall, Slimy just didn't have the best draft. They put Zeno back on uh, a uh, the cooldown weapon power type grace but you know once you fall behind you can't really do much as a weapon power grace i mean maybe as a utility grace where you can get some heal but not as a weapon grace i thought you did xeno did a good job a good job early game um you know kind of holding down that lane with that grace but yeah late game like you said it, it really fell off and not much you could do there's just some stupid plays being able to be made by the Moline. like there's it may, it shows how thirsty players can get because Moline's almost dead, and then Moline has a couple of abilities that can just immediately get her away and keep her alive. Like she can use the little bubble on the light path and, to like, give her a movement speed, and then she can use the I forget the ability names because I haven't casted enough yet with Moline to know. But then her B on the dark form that like makes her completely disappear and is basically invulnerable. So if you time it perfectly, you can dodge every alt, you can dodge any ability and you basically just survive no matter what. So it's just literally shows that how overpowered she is right now. And honestly, hang on real quick. Keep your thought. Most heroes, people say overpowered. I normally don't use overpowered term, but there is a lot in Moline's kick that I feel like may need to be tweaked in order to make her have some decent chance of dying. Yeah, I, I mean, I I was going to kind of say what you're saying. Like, I don't know about overpowered, but like maybe that, I don't know. Is, does this super evil Megacorp just need to come out with more heroes that are like Malene, where it's crazy high skill tier that can play with her? You know what I'm saying? Do you, you understand what I'm trying to say? Like, I don't think I don't think that Malene's necessarily overpowered, like with her stuff. It's just she's overpowered compared to, you know, other other heroes such as like glaive or uh celeste or right she's uh, in a category literally of her own because of the amount of options and combos she has it's not like so okay so in the past smc heroes are played differently maybe based on build paths right you have uh idris that's played differently as a crystal compared to a weapon so that definitely has some uh, you know, differences how you play. It feels like a different hero. Malene, you can play it two different ways, but you also can play it two different ways at the same time, constantly, from switching back and yeah, forth between exactly. light and dark. It's not like you go into the match and as soon as you start, you select light path for this game or dark path. Like, Or maybe every time you die, you're allowed to switch between dark and light, but like you can switch 24-7, which means you have five abilities. So it's just like you feel... It feels more League of Legends style. You have a lot more combos and options and abilities to work with. So yeah, maybe if more heroes are like that, 
then it will feel yeah. less overpowered. But I don't know what the rework's going to be. I don't know what bugs are behind the scenes or if everything is correct. And obviously, the beginning of every hero is overpowered in the competitive scene because the pro players know how to abuse it and know what's strong. In Tier 5s and Tier six, probably people destroy and lose or get destroyed and lose on the lane because they don't know what they're doing. That's just how it works. Once we get a couple patches through, Going into VPL Season 1, I'm sure Malene will probably be picked, but not like, oh, must be banned every time. Right, exactly. But we have proof this weekend that Malene is really good and does have a 100% win rate. Yeah. So that first game, Nova, they do take down Slimy Salamanders 23-7 in the kills department, under 20-minute game. And, uh, yeah, Nova gets uh, a, a much-needed win, I would say. Yeah, and this is just going to prove more and more that Nova could be a hit-or-miss team. They're going to play really well together, and they're going to, you know, one week and then maybe have some tilt issues another. Uh, I think there's other games they've lost that definitely they shouldn't have. So this win against Slimy is good because Slimy was a 3-0 team. was definitely a team that was sitting top three. So now this is going to prove that maybe, maybe Slimy isn't – uh, gonna stay up there they definitely are having some roster issues of people showing up constantly again that doesn't really matter me and you are taking it seriously because we're getting back in the swing of our predictions but it is preseason so it doesn't matter for them right now but having you know status not there on sunday having uh, xenotech step in for you know uh, pico originally so it's yeah it's definitely hard probably for slimy to practice and actually have a good game going in also, side note, Delphi was back this mm, weekend. So yes, that, that yes. could be a factor for Nova as well. You know, I mean, that was probably Delphi's nice having him back. Juggler. He played yeah. Sam, right? Samuel, the first game, yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, I meant like the first day, <laughs> not the first game. but Yeah, and that's definitely someone he played 24-7 in 3v3 as a jungler. So seeing him back right. on that hero was... Was definitely nice. Uh, last matchup for Saturday was Hammers versus Rogue. Uh, Hammers was a team that has been struggling. Rogue came off of two losses in week number two, so this was maybe like a chance to see if Hammers could uh, sneak one by and get that first dub. Rogue picks up a really, really interesting uh, draft overall. The Samuel, the Kestrel, the Idris, the Jewel. Like those are very, very aggressive heroes. Not necessarily like tanky. Jewel would be tanky, but their captain comes through as Lorelei. So I thought Dr Rogue's draft was interesting. I don't think Rogue's draft works against any other team, to be honest. Because you look at Hammers no. and they have Tony, they have Glaive, they have Arden and Lyra and you know Scarf. Like that's almost the side of what Tribe kind of drafts minus a few things and you see them just not being able to win with it right yeah it was rough game for hammers overall um blue stacks you know he came in and played he, he has he played at all any other do we have i have never seen right that now? name <laughs> yeah i don't think so either that's and i don't sure think I it's like a name change or anything i think that's just another player let me see on vg pro but go on Okay. Yeah. Anyway, Blue Stacks stepped in and played. I don't know who that is, like we were just saying. Um, but yeah, they only got two kills. Blue Stacks got one, and Papa John got one. Um, I don't know. Rough game. I don't have much else to say about this game because really go well in the favor of Hammers at all. It doesn't show that he has any Smurfs. I think Blue Stacks is just Blue Stacks. Maybe he's okay. just joining in with the Hammers crew to subs and whatnot. Right, that's what I was figuring, but definitely interesting. I hadn't done my, hadn't done my research, Jonathan. 
Um, but yeah, Benzo also. I don't know if you mentioned that, but Benzo is a. I've never played yet either. So we have two people on the side of Hammers getting their first. Yeah. VPL. But we've heard Benzo. Oh well, yes, of course. But at least you're still your first time in the VPL. So. Yeah. We had a lot of first timers. We had some first timers in EU. We had first timers on yeah. Slimy on Sunday. Like there was just a lot of roster problems across the board. I feel like. Busy weekend for people apparently. Yeah, preseason's not like maybe that time where you have to suck it up and go no matter what. But like you kind of said, Rogue beats Hammers 12-2. to I mean, it wasn't like overall overly exciting game. It was 13 minutes, almost 14 minutes in, and uh, really the side of Hammers just really couldn't do much when it came to uh, Synergy and getting kills. Evol went on a Crystal Kestrel mid lane and just did a lot of damage, was able to do a lot of poke along with uh jesus and sibs on the crystal sam and crystal idris so overall rogue picked up a good win on saturday um and that's about it that's about when rogue's time to shine ends (laughs) (laughs) real quick before we go into sunday i want to talk to you about something with the the this is kind of the first time we've really seen the uh the changes for 3.2 with professional players Mm. ghost wing yeah Dude, it's OP. That if there's anything OP, it's that. Like you can literally just saw through turrets so fast. And I'm like, okay. I'm confused. So apparently, super evil. <laughs> apparently, super evils. Hold on, hold on. Apparently, their goal is to make the games quicker. <laughs> Let's get six minute games in here. Like I don't. I'm like, I mean, if that's what you're going for, then we could probably play two to three games in the weekend and like have actual series because these streams are lasting like an hour and a half because the games get over so quick. I wonder what uh the average length game time is for the average player base. Like I wonder they did they add that in there because games are lasting longer and like the tier like the lower tiers because um, they obviously balance for everything. So it's just like can you imagine being a part of the balance team and saying, "All right, games are lasting a little too long on these low tiers. We need to add a ghost wing buff that allows you to shred and push <laughs> turrets even more." Like you should know that the pros are gonna abuse that. You grab Ghost Wing and you can rotate five men to one lane. The turrets are poked, like literally poked, and they're just gone. So you it, might oh, as well take you might as well take Black Claw out of the equation because Ghost Wing is now the OP dragon to take. Right, and there's times by, that by it's far. like, why go get Black Claw? Why not just push with this buff and use the time we have to go destroy as many turrets? Like Black Claw will slow you down. You have to wait for Black Claw to push. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, I wanted to get that quick opinion before mm, we. No, it's a it good point. Yeah, I mean the minions are spawning quicker, so that's speeding up things as well. Um, yeah, there's a couple yep. other changes across the board, but yeah, like there is a lot more. A lot of the changes in 3.2 literally made it more action packed and faster, which is fine. Like that is that is yeah. fine. I mean it's good for viewership, but I think a lot of viewer base would rather have longer, more back and forth games than 13 minutes. Like we would probably rather see those 30 yeah. 35 minute games. That was I like we had talked about it with uh Tasty Bacon on our 100th episode. He had mentioned about those minions spawning sooner and he thought he liked the idea cuz it gave more options for stuff to happen early game, you know, you have, mm. you, I mean, it's more strategy. And I, I, for the first time for getting to see that with professional players. Um, yeah, I'd agree. I, I like it. You can, you know, you could lose out two waves, but if you're too busy focusing on trying to take the enemy's jungle and, and you can get behind and see us there. I mean, it's just, yeah, I think that was a good change. So mm-hmm. I would say so as well. Um, 
Well, if we go ahead and look at um, EU then for week number two, we have concluded. You mean? Week oh, sorry, three. go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, I, I thought you were going to go somewhere else with that, so I stopped. And I was like, oh. <laughs> week number three, yeah. But uh, going into Sunday, day uh, day two for EU, we have all teams showing up, correct? <laughs> yes, we do, and we are doing rematches now. Yeah, so we get to see um, Clash versus Queso once again. And this was obviously the week one type situation. Clash was the one that came victorious. Today uh, or Sunday, whenever you guys are listening to this, um, we saw a lot of roster changes like we already kind of alluded to. We had some smack talk on Twitter. People saying our subs were worse than yours. I don't think that's the battle you should be having. Like, I don't think that's worth saying... Well, our subs are less skilled than your subs. While I do agree, I don't think that's like an argument to have. Well, you know what? What this is what I'll say and sorry Leon, but that's you know who's saying that before <laughs> who's arguing that point before I even look at names. Like I knew that was Leon. If you were to just read that off of a Twitter and not say who tweeted that, I would probably guess Leon. Mm-hmm. Because that's such a Leon thing. I'm sorry. It's like he I don't know, he's just on Twitter, he's always active. It was we'll like that. it was like he knew going into the weekend they were going to lose just because of a sub change, and he wanted to get it out yeah. there so he could cover his ass when he's like, "See, I told you we would lose." Instead of just being like, "Yo, here we go! Like we got the sub in. Good luck. Good first time. We're gonna kill it." You know what I'm saying? Just throwing out that shout out to that sub. You know he's 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 allowing you to avoid a forfeit. He's allowing you to play. So how about you step up and carry? Yeah. And, you know, not throw like Leon did. Because he threw. Like, he hardcore threw that game against Clash. He overextended a few times. There was times that he knew he overextended and just immediately stopped walking because he knew he was caught out. So, like, Leon definitely didn't play like he played on that Varya in day one. So, while they did lose because maybe Disowned wasn't as good as uh, Hegman, which Hegman is a top captain from sk back in 3v3 so because prz is out on the captain and now they have hegman yeah that is no change for queso that i do agree with right but carl obviously in as well and then you know net and justman and i say justman coming in i don't think is a huge difference like justman is a great player like i don't know yeah, Leon just man just has been good as Mouse. So, yeah, it's a change. It's different if you didn't practice. But it sounded like they knew this weekend was going to be a busy weekend for them. They were going to have some subs. So, I, to me, there's no excuses besides the fact that they just didn't play well. He started out – what did he – he started out 1-0. One and, one and, one and oh. I don't know why that sounds weird in my brain, but 1-0 and oh sounds weird. Started out 1-0. and zero. Um, <laughs> What? Does that sound worse? <laughs> I don't know. You just changed – yeah, I don't know. Okay, one and zero. Big difference is a big difference. But uh, he he dies four times immediately after that. Doesn't really make a difference after that, and they push it and literally went under twelve minutes, which EU is even more known than NA for winning under twelve minutes. Yeah. Yikes! That's that's not the game we wanted either. A clash versus Queso, and we got it twelve minutes. I would have preferred the next game we're about to talk about be. <laughs> that game and then you know switch the games right because the next game is the 34 minute game with 33 kills on one side and 28 <laughs> kills for salted potatoes and the others in rising lotus had the 33 but yeah that was rough five turrets taken for rising lotus nine taken for salty potatoes this this matchup 
like you said, like we were kind of talking about in the beginning, may have been a little, little sloppy, but for us, the viewer, at least speaking for, or at least myself, I'll go that enjoyed this game a lot. Like it was still fun. It's that back and forth and you get, you know, the casters, you get them hyped because they're like, Oh, they're, you know, it, it just, it just brings the hype to it mm-hmm. more than, Oh, and there goes the 10th turret in five minutes. Like, yeah, just to demolish. It's just boring. Yeah, it's nicer going into a team fight where you really don't know how it's going to go. It's literally going to go the way of whoever hits the perfect reflex block or whoever hits the perfect yeah. uh, Imperial Sigil. Like, it just really is the small minor details. Instead of a snowball happening to the point of where a member can get caught out and still survive and still have his team come back and, and, and get that victory. I mean, there are tons and tons of matches that you say, well, every 5v5 team fight, I know who's going to win. And that's not what it's like in league. I don't feel like, I feel like there's a lot of times in league that if you, if you, if you had an advantage, if you get caught out, you get punished hard. Like, and I feel like right now, in the current meta, I feel like once you get a lead, players just relax. Cause they don't really get punished too much for uh dying or maybe not winning a, a full team fight yeah the other thing that i think is is exciting about it is that you know you get to see these players i mean pretty much everyone's got a full build i'm looking at it i don't think anyone does not have a full build and we'll put in quotes that you know it's a level playing field obviously it's not because you have different heroes that can do different stuff it's not like a, a first person shooter where you all get the same guns whatever but you have that full build. It's it's not when it's 10 minutes in, one side has a full build, the other side's got boots and like two crystal bits. Like you have no chance. <laughs> Which is that that's just the way the MOBA is, or a, a MOBA is. I understand that. But when you get those full builds and and then it comes down to like mechanics and just your positioning and how and, and the strategy part, that's what's really exciting. Yeah, I think that's what a lot of players realize too is gold doesn't really matter at that point because everyone is full build. So if you do get some more objectives, it's not like, oh, they're going to finish that you know top item or they're going to finish that one item they really needed. They're kind of all, oh, it don't really matter. that At that point, you're just looking for an ace so you can push without any resistance. So, I mean, like you already right. mentioned, this game lasts forever. There was multiple times both teams, I mean, Real quick, Salty got into the base of Rising. Somehow, Salty couldn't perform together to like finish yeah. the crystal because at 17 minutes, there's two uh, not inhibitors, geez, two armories gone. And I'm like, wait a minute, <laughs> there's two armories gone, and this game's gonna last for another 15 minutes. That's insane. Yeah, they defended really well. Yeah, I mean, yeah, props to Kanako Nakoa for uh defending well like you just said and keeping his team kind of level-headed and fighting back as hard as possible i mean rising lotus does lose eventually uh oh wait rising lotus wins yeah 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 um which just comes to the point of salty and again people dealing with who's playing who's starting who's a sub like I don't really want that argument right now because it's preseason. It's not worth bringing it up. Someone else yeah. was like, well, your sub should be just as good as your starters, which isn't true either. Definitely in a current Vainglory scene, we barely have enough pros to start teams in EU. That's why there's only <laughs> six of them. So I don't agree with that. And I don't think that uh, the subs on the big teams are that less mechanically skilled. They probably are a little bit, but they're not like drastically tier 10 to tier um, 6. 
T Tigers is a sub for a tribe. I'll leave that right there. Right. That's NA though. So I feel like there are better. Um... Yeah. So then the last game or actually the second game, I don't know, crude, you must have pictures backwards because on Twitch, the second game was Equinox versus Wolves esports. Oh, you know what? I missed that game. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I, I watched it, but I didn't get a screenshot of it. So when I'm flipping through here, it went right past it. I apologize. Right. You're so right the there. second game technically of EU was... Yes. Was it really exciting? Equinox. I would no. say no. But uh, Equinox kind of stakes, uh, takes a little few steps back here. And we see uh, Wolves yeah. actually play together. Like I said, day one, they played better. But we see... E- a 21 to like 16 game match and it was super close again 21 17 which excuse me um but you know wolves actually got that last fight in their base was able to take down enough get the van crystal and wolves actually gets the first victory so we don't have any owen whatever teams on eu side anymore so yeah shout out to eu for everyone at least getting one win right hammers and no tilt wins. looking at you <laughs> <laughs> Um, diving yeah. into the NA side yeah I don't have anything else to say for EU besides the fact that I don't really count this weekend to be honest like now that Queso won like I'm talking about if we look at rankings it's really hard for me to change my rankings and say Queso's clearly better than Clash um, uh, just yeah, because yeah, yeah. And, I'm, and I'm not siding with Leon here but just because I feel like Leon and this is what his neg- this is his uh, what's the word? Not his fault, not his negative sides, his downfall and his weakness. Wow. What a hard word to think of. Leon's weakness is like his mentality. So like he comes into that weekend with two subs and just like doesn't have a good attitude. So maybe that's why they kind of lost and didn't play queso to their top ability. So I need another matchup with everyone in no bullshit excuses for me to really decide. I think queso and clash are both number one right now. I, I really can't put anyone at an advantage. Yeah, I, I agree with that statement a hundred percent. I would like to see a full on rematch of week one before I would make that judgment to give it to team queso mm-hmm. over team clash. Yeah. All right, so then, like you said, let's go ahead and then go back to NA uh, and discuss these matchups. We have uh, some decent matchups on NA side, but I don't know. There wasn't there wasn't any that I particularly was hyped for, I would say. I don't think there was a single game for NA on Sunday that was exciting, in my opinion. Yeah, till... Uh, Tilt and Tribe started out. So I knew Tilt yeah. was going to have a hard matchup. Tilt's trying to get that first win still. But, you know, they lose a try. But like Case or like Tasty and Flash said, Tilt's not looking terrible. I mean, sorry, Hammers. I really hate to say this. But, like, they're not looking like Hammers who aren't really, like, playing together at all. Like, sometimes Hammers looks like they win a draft and still get destroyed. Like, in this case, Tilt, unfortunately, kind of got killed on draft just because again i think tribe is one of the most innovative teams right now this is their draft like let's just talk about this before we get into any of your points crude but you have a lyra a grace a daggio you have every healer what like yep how is that possible like how are you gonna lose and then you add a very tanky tony that doesn't build attack either you're just relying on old school protect the old school heal the old school or sorry Dnzo yeah, is yeah. on well, scarf. 
But then you look at what DNZ or what old school can do on Crystal Lyra, and he literally got so many cheeky kills off of an Imperial Sigil explosion because those do 500 damage. Yeah. They're stupid. Like, they literally would just sit back. You would see Tilt kind of get them pretty low. The heals would come through to another level, and DNZ would just throw out, uh, you know, Dragon's Breath after Dragon's Breath and just, you know, melt through everyone until unfortunately could not do anything about it yeah props to Viziox for that draft for sure yeah i'm sure that's a um what am i trying to say a scrim type thing they've done they've scrimmed that and they've seen yeah. it um but tilt had um had a lead they were winning at points had gold lead, I should say. They even had gold lead when yeah. they were down in kills. So it was like they were doing well when it came to sharing gold and some rotations. But team fight wise, Tribe was just always coming out on top. So yeah, it was uh, a close, not as close as Tribe ha- or Tilt has had in the past. Like this wasn't one that I would say a few decisions Tilt would have won. But um, Tilt unfortunately is going to stay at that 0 4 position. 0-4, still looking for that first win. Uh, keep doing what they're doing. I think they'll be able to get it. They'll be a, that mid-tier team trying to claw their way to the top. Yeah, for sure. All right, let's go ahead and go to the next game. All right. We got TSM going up against the Slimy Salamanders, and this is where we had talked about Malene earlier. Um, Slimy Salamanders decided to do it again, and, and this time they gave it to Best Chuck, which could be arguably better than starting all over. So... <laughs> Um, bold strat. We'll see if it pays off for him. And surprise, it does not pay off for him. They lose sixteen to three in the kill department. It didn't work. No, it didn't work. Dang, that's crazy. Wow. Iraqi, Iraqi goes zero and one. But they did in a small defense. I I will try to define or uh, defend Slimy Salamanders. They had have a sub. They didn't have status, which status has been. Really, really, really good for yeah. Slimy Salamanders the first two weeks. They had Tinker step in. Um, I personally don't know a whole lot about Tinker, but uh, 0-5 on the Adagio. Didn't play to the best of the ability, we'll say, I guess. Mm-hmm. But Yeah, I mean, this is a situation where when you lose someone like Status who can has been around forever, who makes the plays... Uh, that's going to hurt your team's going to hurt your syndry, especially with people switching positions. Xenotech, not comfortable 5v5 jungling. Yeah, 3v3, sure, but 5v5 is a different ball game. So having Xeno yeah. step in that position, he's on a Glaive too, which Glaive isn't even known as a jungler. He's more of a laner still. Um, so, yeah, it's hard. Tinker probably is the most comfortable in that position. Keep him in a safe spot where Tinker hopefully can just survive, farm. That's all you need to do. He had some decent plays, He or like some... some chances at some decent plays where he helped out the team but like you kind of mentioned you look at tsm's draft and that's why we need tsm and tribe to face each other because that's when a draft is actually important not to take away of how important a draft is against anyone else but we kind of know that tsm and tribe are so skilled together as a team they can draft some weird things and still get some wins against some of the teams. But if TSM and Tribe yeah. go up against each other and we take away some of these maybe quote-unquote power picks and we see someone have to play out of their mind on another hero, then like we see Hammy on a Lorelei, which is one of his top picks. Hammy's Lorelei is soon going to be like Daniel's Rona, where if he can get it, he's going to just because he plays it so well. He lands some crazy fish food stuns. He gets a, he gets a lot of utility out of of uh, those pools 
just as much as he does damage. So that's super exciting seeing him play the Lorelai as much as he has been. But then, like I already mentioned, Daniel, we look at him, we look at Kaz on the uh, jungle, Samuel, and then Chuck, Aftershock, Dragon, um, BM, Broken Myth on the uh, Malene, and wow, 7 and 0. Couldn't be touched. Every time Zeno went in, Chuck was running. He had the shaded giving him the vanguards. It was just stupid. Real quick, sorry, I have to go back to you're talking about Tribe and TSM. Uh, 100% credit, this goes to Tasty Bacon because he said it on stream. I'm taking it from him, but I'm adding something to it. I'm calling someone out. Uh, Viziox, when you guys play TSM, get rid of Rona and Blackfeather, <laughs> and I want to see who Daniel plays. Mm. Do it. I want to see Daniel's hero pool. He is a god on Blackfeather and Rona, and we know that, but no one challenges him and takes away those two heroes. So do it. All right, let's do continue some, on. Let's do some investigative journalism here. Sorry for the typing, but we're going to go ahead and look at VG Pro real quick and check out what he has been playing because there's no way you're telling me Daniel doesn't show up. What? Hold on. What's his name? Dan- Daniel. D-A-N-I-E-L. Home. How did you spell it? D-A-N-I-E-L. Yeah, it doesn't yes. show up on VG Pro. <laughs> he probably doesn't play under that name. Is Big Paws any capitals? No. Hold on, listeners. Here we yeah. go. I found him. It's Big Paws. I think okay. he plays under Big Paws. Okay. Yeah, he plays under Big Paws. All right, let's see. Here we go. We have, uh, these are all just normal ranked, so these aren't necessarily privates. But we have Arona. I have a Weapon Power Sky. That one's interesting. Um, ranked 3v3. Um, ranked 3v3. Ranked 5v5. He played. That's not with his team, so I don't count that. This isn't with his team. That's not with his team. But he did play. What's he What's he playing, though? Uh, Ringo, a Kestrel. Okay. He's just playing other random things. Few more. I need some privates to see. None of the privates are showing up though. All right, but um, let's see if I search old school if I can find their past scrims. All these people don't play on their normal names. They have tournament names, which I like. I'm I'm fine with that. But I I gotta remember what their normal names are. All right. We can go back to our original scheduled programming. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, uh, I just yeah, I want to see Daniel play someone else, and I'm like I said, I'm stealing that from Tasty Bacon. I'm giving him credit for that, but I I agree with him. He made a great point. And I was like, you are so right. I want to see someone else play, or I want to see Daniel play someone else other than Rona. Yeah, Black Feather. Well, Tasty said. Oh, or never mind. Flash said that he does play other people, but even when you constantly play Rona and Blackfeather and that top competitive, you're only playing them ever then. Switching to another hero is still hard. Even if he, uh, he obviously can play every hero he touches. Like, right. I mean, he's a pro, but is he going to be able to play as well as he does that Rona and Blackfeather? Because he's so used to them mechanically. He knows how they work. He knows their limits. You put him on someone that he doesn't play as much when you play against the best teams, then yeah, he may see the, the weakness come through there. So that'll be interesting to see. That's a, that's a really good point. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We got one more game for, uh, America wrapping up Sunday. We got uh, Vision Gaming going up against Rogue. 
Mm-hmm. Um, once again, not an exciting game in my opinion. Really? Um, no. How Dude, is it, it was eighteen to two in the kill game. department? Yeah, but it's Under the fact that Vision is the one destroying them, and Vision actually with PvP is good. That does not surprise me at all. Like I expected. Did well, who did I pick? Do you have the picks next to you? You, oh, we both picked Vision. <laughs> yeah, I'm not surprised by it at all. Like I, I'm sorry, Rogue is not to mention with Marto when I knew Marto was getting stepped in, sub or put in there. Sorry, nothing against Marto, but I'm saying Marto is better I, it's than not the, the JFMMMM whatever guy. I don't know. This rogue team's got a lot of issues right now. Evil, you know, he tweeted again after he said, what am I doing? Who cares? It's preseason. I don't know what's going on with Evil. Like, I don't think he's bad. Like he went 0 five. It was a bad showing with scarf, but I I don't know. It, Sibs, he's 0 and four with the with CP Idris. Like he could step it up too. I don't, I, I think Evil's taking way too much on his shoulders here. Like other people got to step up as well. Well, I think they need to know where Pawn original is. Like if, Pawn's not on the team. I think that does hurt them. I would like to see Pawn still be around. Maybe he just can't play preseason right now because he's busy. But, like, Pawn is a big hit. Like, I, he's yeah. not on any team. So, if he's not playing this year, then fine. But, like, if Pawn just isn't on this team right now because he can't, I'm interested to see if he makes a difference if he ever comes back. Gatsby's good. Louis Vuitton is good. But, like, Pawn was the starter over Sib. So, like, maybe Pawn does find a place... In, in this in this team just because he could be like the difference to help evil and i think pawn would even be a better mid laner than evil like evil in mid lane i'm not you know completely sold on we've seen gay be mechanically gifted enough to just make those switches and not everyone can handle it it's a lot of pressure and as we can see evil is not doing well on it yet he has some time and right. some things to fix before he becomes an actual decent mid laner yeah, maybe him getting this switch, but I don't know who would play mid lane, but like maybe like a top lane, like he could do better at. But like I said, I don't know who would play mid lane then. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Yeah, it's going to be interesting for sure going forward, but it is who cares? It's preseason. Yes, but he needs to be practicing and making sure he's getting as much, uh, much, he's learning as much as he can with uh that that yeah. mid lane position for sure so all right is that the last game in na that is the last game in na all right well that's gonna wrap it up do we do anything else for these recap episodes i don't think we do me and you went um you picked hammers on saturday to beat rogue so that was wrong but other than that we picked everything correct this weekend I pretty hammers was wrong with I me. I think you were just dicking around. It's preseason, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same thing. I feel the same thing with the players. Uh, uh, but uh, yeah, that's not usual for us. But I think we pretty much went a hundred percent. Besides, uh, oh, never mind. We both actually picked Equinox to beat uh, Wolves, and Wolves picked up their first win. So and Rising yeah, Lotus beat Salty. Kind of... So actually, I take it back. We were not close to hundred <laughs> percent. I was way off. <laughs> <laughs> all right. it was a good weekend three wasn't the best because a lot of players were gone so was it the best 
showing of Vanglory Esports? No. Was the stream much better? Ooh, I'm starting to like the graphics. We got some little highlight plays now every time we see the player to watch because, you know, they've acquired some of these. They run a little, you know, highlight reel. There's a few things here and there that are wrong, but they're in incorporating the community more. There's more, like, Twitter and tweets. There's more, yeah. which there was one on there that involved us. You just didn't see our name. You, you, the only reason why you would have known it was us if you were in the thread. But it was when, like, Louie and starting all over were going back and forth about being the best Moline, you know? Yeah. And then there's they someone at ESP is creeping Twitch chat and trying to find something that's not toxic and something that's kind of positive to put on stream. So that will that'll encourage you know, that'll encourage people to uh, chat more because they see like oh if I chat and talk maybe I'll have a chance to get on the screen. So like that's what people want to do. So there's definitely more and more cool things coming out of ESP. I cannot wait for the rest of that. I think it's going to be a pretty sweet stream overall going forward. Also. Oh, sorry. I mean, cut you off. There's one more thing too, but I think you may be saying it. Oh, I don't know. I just thought that I was just gonna say I thought Flash and Tasty did a really good job because they were just it was them only on right. the desk this weekend. Yep. Like there were they didn't bring anyone in, so Munchable yep. still isn't there yet. Um, was that you were gonna say or no? Yes. Like thank oh, God yeah. they are <laughs> they are two capable Vanglory people that know how to. You don't need the fancy person there to ask them to talk. You don't need a fancy person yeah. there to cue them a question. They clearly can follow production enough and know talking points. Tasty, like he said, and I think he knew because he said, so far, the only thing I haven't done is hosted yet. And he literally, quote unquote, I would say he would have been more of the host. So, yeah, good. I mean, like, honestly, Banglory, save your money. Like, no one was hurting today without someone there to help tasty and flash save some of that money for something else because you're spending money on a personality to come out that just can maybe be awkward because they've never seen vainglory before in their life yeah so you're like oh yeah they break the crystal <laughs> great job Picks like, and yeah, bands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so uh, toxic. I just keep it to myself for the most part. <laughs> anyway, all right. So I think right. I think that's it. Actually, I think that is it. I don't have anything else. Yeah, anything either. All right. So here's the plan, our uh, TFR Vainglorious listeners. This week, we will have an interview with um, Pajama and um, Allie, Allie Peterson. Peterson from Tilt Rehab. That could be in this episode like you may be able to hear it next but if the interview goes long i'm going to keep it for uh an episode of its own so we could have a, a total of three episodes this week or at least the length of three episodes <laughs> yeah and then thursday will be just our normal re our prediction episode heading into weekend number four so we are getting close to the end of preseason which means we're getting close to the beginning of season one. So that'll be exciting mm. going forward. A little bit of a break until that preseason or until the normal season actually starts. So other than that, uh, we're going to sign off right now, but this may not be the end of the episode. So it was a great hour um, recap and it was a great weekend three overall. Cheers, man. 
Thanks for tuning in to Time for Rolling. If you liked what you heard, please leave a review on iTunes or Google Play Music and subscribe for weekly episodes. Follow us on Twitter at Time for Rolling and at TFR underscore esports. Until next week for another edition of Time for Rolling. Rolling.